The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOFD, you'll be all set when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOFD. Make every moment more with FanDuel official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch, now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture. And when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space, just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in-store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. 
Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. All right, it's another film study. We're going to look a little more deeper at the Titans this week because that's really the only game that matters here in Baltimore. Ken McCusick, how you doing? Life's good, Josh. How about you? I'm doing good. Just counting down to Saturday night. Uh, our guest today is Karan uh, Davenport from ESPN. He covers the Titans for ESPN. Karan, how are you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing well. No bad days. That's what I believe in. All right. Great to have you, Tehran. Thanks for sparing us from some time. First of all, we know you're a very busy man this time of year, and I know that because you've been on you've been on a show locally here, and you were on the podcast that I was on also with a pre-recorded call just earlier tonight. So uh, I appreciate you sparing the time today. One thing that really attracted me to to what you've done already was a video you did whiteboarding how Tennessee could potentially scheme to stop. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens run game. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that and first of all, where people can find it? Yeah, for sure. You can find it on my social media, specifically at T Davenport underscore NFL. Another way that you could find it is go to ESPN.com. The NFL page is right there on the homepage. Just scroll down a little bit is under the best of NFL nation. So uh, as far as the post is concerned, what, what I was doing um, coming back from the, uh, what game was that? The New England game. I was on the airplane and I just pulled out my notepad and I drew up some different things that I, I felt the Titans were going to have to deal with against the Ravens' uh, rushing attack. And then once I got home, I looked at some film and I said, well, wait a minute. Dean Pease, Greg Roman. I need to watch, go back to that Super Bowl. And this time watch it from a perspective of stopping the run and that's something that they did initially you know a lot of people when i posted the video they they posted screenshots of the box score but (laughs) apparently context gets lost on people you know via social media Uh, i was just talking about for a a part of that game they did contain the run and basically what they did they used the tilted alignment with terrell suggs and every time kaepernick when he, you know, even if he didn't pull the ball and run, Suggs was still putting a hit on him. Now that made Greg Roman eventually call the the read option a little bit less, that zone read, as far as Kaepernick running it. And it began to open up some things with the pass. But what I did was draw up just a way that they could stop the zone read in addition to, uh, you know, containing that the dive part of that, that package there. So... That's the way I, I drew it up, and uh, I did get some feedback about the run being open, or excuse me, the pass game being open, and that is correct. But I, I will tell the people that question that you have to understand a player is capable of executing more than one assignment. He could convert his assignment on the fly as the play changes. So. I wasn't saying do everything to sell out and, and just simply allow the tight ends to run uh, different routes. There are some things that can be converted. This is football. You think on a fly, you make move on a fly, and, on, and that's how things happen. So that's pretty much the video. I felt that it was important just to highlight a way the Titans can make sure that they set the edge and not let Lamar Jackson get outside 
and do the things that he does as far as making plays and running the ball 70 yards for a touchdown. All right. Well, fair enough. I, I highly recommend the video. It's a great watch. One of the things that, that I find whenever I see somebody scheming up defense in terms of trying to stop their run is that it often will underestimate Jackson's, it's not just his athleticism, but the read option allows that edge defender into the backfield without a block. And he's on the other side of the running back. Quarterback's on, it's, it's Jackson, running back, then edge defender. It, as you look along one line, let's say on the right side. What has made Jackson so good this year is his ability to read the leverage of that edge defender who's crashing down and to pull the ball at exactly the moment where he is most disadvantaged in order to get to the outside if that's, mm. the, that's the way the play is going to go. And so I find what, what I think it, it often takes is two guys on that edge to contain it, not just one. So you have to, you have to commit to having the slot cornerback come in sometimes. To, to additional create create traffic in that backfield. Yeah, and that's correct. And if you look at that video, I have in this case actually a former Raven, Kamale Correa, as as the edge guy, you know, aggressively setting the edge. But then on top of that, I have Logan Ryan playing that as well. So you are correct. We're definitely sharing a brain on that point. All right. And and uh, are, are the tight ends are lined up at the line of scrimmage in the diagram you've got, or are they lined up in the backfield? Would be the other thing. It's well that in this case, Mark Andrews is lined up as kind of like a wing, and the other two tight ends, Boyle and Hurst, are lined up on the on the line of scrimmage. On okay. The All right. They've been running the the play action mostly out of this V formation backfield, where two two tight ends either side of Jackson with Ingram and the dotting the pistol. And so they've been they've been finding a way to basically make sure the edge defender is uncovered so that there's not additional problems created for a tight end and releasing or whatever it might be to try and get that get that guy to the next level. It's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. I do want to talk about that. And I think we you handled some of the things earlier, so I don't think we need to we need to go directly into the play action game. But let's talk about the, the Titans on offense and their play action game and how you see that breaking out, given that they have a huge, obviously, running back. How do they leverage that into play action success? Well, yeah, they do a really good job of running stretch and doing outside zone. And they just overall do a good job of scheming ways to get Derrick Henry on the boundary and, uh, you know, into the alley. And I think that's something that a few teams have done pretty well against the Ravens, you know, namely the 49ers and the Browns. So, and the Browns in the first game, that is. So I, I think that's something that I'm sure the Ravens will look to stop and then offer that, you know, running that outside zone, you get everything flowing one direction. And if you have that receiver or tight end running that, that slant route to the opposite side of, of the opposite direction of where the, the guys up front and the linebackers are flowing to get to the ball, that naturally opens up space. And that's something that they've done a lot of with AJ Brown. It's a way that he's able to get yards after the catch. And when you're talking about A.J. Brown, this is a guy with supreme catching ability. He has the utmost confidence in catching the football, and that allows him to run through the catch, not to the catch. And that's important to take note of because when you're able to accelerate through the football, what ends up happening is you naturally get yards after the catch because as you're accelerating to the football, you're pulling away from the defender. And then on top of that, A.J. Brown at 6'1", 225, 
is a very difficult receiver or just person, period, to tackle. And he's shown that in his yards after the catch. So that's one way that they could definitely work that out. Now, they started to do some things. Uh, they even actually incorporated a kind of what I call a divide concept. I drew this up about three weeks ago, and uh, the OC saw it, and he liked it. Um, that's not to say he added it because of what he saw. It was already in the package, but he definitely liked what, what I did. And basically what I did was I had that play action because what ends up happening is when A.J. Brown runs that slant, you tend to see the safety start cheating up because they want to get a hit. You know, if, if it's if it's a cover two, you know, where you have two safeties up there, then usually both of them come down. Now, if it's a post safety, just one, he's going to come down too because he wants to cut off A.J. Brown and keep him from getting yards after the catch. So naturally from the opposite side of where A.J. Brown is running a slant, if you run a deeper dig or if you run a post route, you're just basically dividing the safety and you're putting him in a no-win situation. He jumps A.J. Brown, you go over top to the post. He recedes back to the post, you go underneath to A.J. Brown. So there are different things that they've done to, to make things work in the passing game. Ryan Tannehill is definitely playing really good football. He's putting the ball in tight windows. He's making those throws. So the play action, it just makes things a lot easier for the passing game and definitely look to see that, especially after Derrick Henry coming off, putting the most yards ever against a Bill Belichick Patriots team in the playoffs. It was nice to see. You know, the the, uh, the Ravens had a win back there back in 2009. You may remember it or not, but they ran yeah. the ball 50, 52 times against the Pats in that game. Didn't have any one guy get that number of yards Henry had, though. Yeah. Uh, okay, so there are a couple things going on here. The first, well, first one I want to talk about is what the what the Titans are going to want to probably do against the Patriots. I sorry against the Ravens in terms of either running from eleven or twelve or twenty one personnel. 11 personnel is something the Ravens have never had trouble stopping with their standard nickel in all the years I've been a fan. Uh, they've, they've always had the personnel, two jumbos up front, great edge setters and good inside linebackers that could always get the job done to, to, to really shut off the run with 11 personnel on a standard nickel. They no longer have that. And they're forced to make compromises to try and make choices. And what they've what they've had to do is go to the jumbo nickel, a three man defensive line and take an inside linebacker out of the game a lot of times against opponents. I know it's not what they want to do, and it gives them less flexibility in terms of pass coverage, certainly. But it's been better at spreading out the line and making it more difficult for teams to stretch against them. Is what's the counter that you would see the Titans have to doing that? And do you think the Titans will come out and say, yippee, we want to run against 11 personnel? We Sorry, we want to run against a jumbo nickel with 11 personnel? Or do you think they'll try and put in 12 or 21 and risk the Ravens going back to a base look? I think they'll do both, honestly. And I've seen them run the football really well out of 12 personnel. I mean, they use 13 personnel, but in essence it's 12 because the third tight end Split. is a fullback. Right, and that's 80, 85, Michael Pruitt. But they also have a really good fullback in Kari Blossom game. So when they want to go true 12, they could do it. What I see them doing is actually using motion, right? They, they'll use the tight end to put him in motion, and he'll crack down on that edge guy, and that'll help open things up on the outside. I've also seen them use a series of motion. Like there have been times where they'll have the ball on, on the, uh, you know, we'll just say in this case, the right hash, right? So 
the left side is is the field side, the right side is the boundary side, and you'll see them use motion, whereas you'll have uh, the receiver, typically it's Corey Davis, he'll motion to the, the boundary side and take the DB with him, and then they'll motion the tight end to the field side, and now you got your advantages to the wide side of the field. So there are different things that they do in motions and shifts to open things up, but then also, you know, they execute the pin and pull concept pretty well in addition to that. So there are different things that they do. And, and this is what I was saying when I, I hinted at Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator, doing a lot of things to make sure that they get Derrick Henry out there on the boundary. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, in terms of physicality and at receiver, we talked about uh, a little bit about getting the ball in Brown's hands. Would they naturally like him matched up on Peters, who is certainly the less physical of the two cornerbacks? Or does that give Peters perhaps an advantage speed-wise in being able to match up with a receiver like Brown that they would prefer not to not to have? Well, frankly, they don't care who is covering A.J. Brown, right? I mean, this is a team that had him go against Marshawn Lattimore, had him go against Stephon Gilmore, and, it, you know, it wasn't a huge issue as far as like trying to find ways to get him off of those guys, right? Moving across the formation, et cetera. They just went out there and let him play. So I don't think Marcus Peters, who was one of my favorite corners to watch, he reminds me of Asante Samuel, you know, mm -hmm. and, and here's, here's the thing. When you go out and you put on film that you execute the slant as well as they've executed, guess what happens? Guys watch film. And when I say Peters is a lot like Asante Samuel, that means he's going to jump routes. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a slow go scene in this case, you know, just trying to bait him into jumping that slant and AJ Brown exploding up the field. So uh, to answer your question, I don't think it's an issue for them. I don't think they're concerned about who should line up against AJ Brown. They also really like Corey Davis. I expect to see them find ways to get him the ball immediately, whether it be through hammer screens or, you know, quick outs, those type of things to get him him the ball. Um, they'll work on that, right? And, and, and Tajay Sharp is a guy, especially with this Ravens team, you know, they use a lot of pressure, a lot of zero blitz, right? And, mm -hmm. and because how good their DBs are, they're able to have man coverage behind that. And I think that they will rely on Tajay Sharp to win on the inside as far as, uh, you know, as a slot receiver to get them first down. So there's a lot of things cooking. Uh, Adam Humphreys, unfortunately for the Titans, is more than likely not going to be on the field. He hasn't been on the field in about five weeks. But Tajay Sharp has stepped in and given them a different type of uh, slot receiver that is reliable. All right, that, that'll be an interesting facet of the game. The, the Ravens, it's not by choice that they want to rely on their great secondary. It's it's out of necessity because they don't really aren't really able to generate any sort of pass rush with four men. So they've, they use all sorts of scheme and numbers to get to the quarterback. And you know that'll be one of the keys in this game is can they really get pressure on Tannehill and what sort of uh, set blocking are the Titans going to use to try and get their receivers more time in their routes? So in, 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 leaving a tight end into block and leaving a back into block, very reasonable choices against a Ravens team that regularly is rushing five and six and trying to rush from odd vectors on you. So they come off the slot a lot. They come from both safeties. They'll often drop either or both Sam linebacker uh, when they have two in the game. 
So uh, it's it's a uh, they do come at you from a lot of angles, and I, it's one of the things I've been wondering is do we see will we see a lot of set blocking from the eligible receivers? I don't think that's necessarily going to be something. Uh, you'll you'll see play action right, and, and what people have to understand, play action gives you max protection. Mm-hmm. So you'll you'll see that as a way. But frankly, a lot of the routes, the majority of the routes that this Titans team runs are not longer developing routes. Ryan Tannehill is averaging uh, 9.59, so 9.6 yards per attempt. But a lot of that is because of the yards after catch, because it's not just A.J. Brown. John o. Smith is really good at getting yards after the catch as well. And Corey Davis in spurts is good also. And then not to mention, you have the screen game that they'll use against that blitz. And Derrick Henry has already uh, popped a 75-yarder against the Browns. He had a 22-yarder last week. So the screen is something else that they go to. They don't use a lot of longer developer routes, so you won't really need to have that set type of blocking that, that you're, you're handing at. All right, fair enough. Uh, Kevin Byard is a guy who's burned the Ravens in a, in a couple of meetings before, at least one, uh, for at least one interception. It might have been two in two games. Uh, wild card on the back end, but what's special about him, at least in the film I've watched, is he's a fine tackler. You don't see that yeah. in a lot of safety. Safety miss a lot of tackles. Yeah, Kevin Byard, you know, much respect to Earl Thomas, much, much respect to him, much respect to, you know, Harrison Smith and any other Justin Simmons. But Kevin Byard is the best safety in football. He's the most complete safety, in my opinion, and that he's a guy that, as you mentioned, tackles really well. He's very sound as far as rarely getting uh, beat deep. Uh, We actually did a, a, a play breakdown and talked about how you know, he's told typically to get 22 yards deep and, you know, just make sure everything's in front of him. That's something that you see him do. And then you also see him match up for the most part pretty well against tight ends. I will say the tight end position has, you know, done the thing to to this Titans uh, pass defense. But I don't think that's solely on Byer's behalf. I, I think Byer definitely is a really good player. And if you mention safeties, you know, Kenny Vaccaro is also – a guy that's just playing outstanding football. So this is going to be a game where you see a lot of good safeties. In fact, Bayard Vaccaro and Earl Thomas, they have the same agent. They all trained down in Austin huh. with Jalen Ramsey in addition to Derwin James. And, you know, they had a whole slew of guys down there. Landon Collins, they all trained together during the offseason. I did a story on that. It's a short story on ESPN.com. That's that's a that's a very interesting point. I'm, I'm wondering how many people are going to want to go to Lamar Jackson's quarterback coach this offseason, but that's a, that's a great group of safeties obviously training together. I, I guess they're not going to invite Marcus Peters to that if Jalen Ramsey is one of the key players there, though. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Guys uh, don't seem to see eye to eye. One thing, last thing I'll, I'll mention today is Bayard seems especially dangerous in a game where the football might be wet and some of the there's be some wind issues too potentially on Saturday in Baltimore. I personally think that significantly benefits the Titans because anything that takes away space from the offense, I think generally is going to benefit the Titans and hurt the Ravens. Uh, yeah. Certainly. No, go ahead, finish. Oh, well, I, I meant that simply that, uh, that Lamar Jackson makes better use of the space and, and forces the defense to defend all that space better than anybody else in football. And, you know, both teams have power run games. Both teams can do a lot of things in terms of intermediate routes and even going to wide receivers on, on, the, on the Titans side. I think they lose something there. I think the Ravens also lose a kicking game. But my, my question to you was, 
you know, in terms of rain, is there anything that Tennessee loses that's more than Baltimore? No, I really don't think so. Uh, definitely, you know, the kicking game, uh, actually I saw um, the assistant special teams coach, he had made a comment about uh, Justin uh, Tucker and, and kicking in that, in that M&T Bank Stadium, you know, once they closed some of the the parts that were open and how the wind starts swirling around in there and then going from the turf to the grass is a little more difficult. And he had mentioned how the visiting team, those kickers tend to get a little uh, psyched out, you know, when it comes to kicking in there. So that's something uh, their kicker, Greg Joseph, he hasn't attempted a field goal. He hasn't had to, you know, and that's, it's crazy to say that um, because this Titans team has been so good in the red zone. They led the NFL and red zone scoring percentage at 73%. But um, to answer your question, I think the rain actually works in the Titans' favor because when I look at the Ravens, I, I think a large part of their explosiveness, a large part of their big plays is predicated off of speed, right? And and when it gets muddy and it's, it's you know, the field is is – a little bit wetter and, and, and damp, it, it's definitely going to slow Lamar Jackson down a little bit. It's going to slow Marquise Brown down a little bit, who's having an awesome rookie year, by the way. Um, it's going to slow those guys down a little bit, and that just, in my opinion, helps the Titans a bit more than it would help the uh, the Ravens. I'm, I'm feeling the same way about it, and I don't want to get ahead of myself on this, but the weather is predicted to be even worse if the Ravens do make the AFC Championship which, you know, obviously is, is the chance of that is impaired by this, uh, the rain coming this weekend. Yeah. Teron, tremendous having you here. Really, really appreciate you taking the time with us and, uh, and just taking 20 minutes out of your day to, to have a little discussion with us and hope we can have you back on another time. Yeah, for sure. I enjoyed it, man. You guys, uh, make sure you enjoy the game. I'll be in town on Friday. I have a live show with you seven to nine and then one to three we're doing a, a live show on saturday so definitely uh keep in touch where are you where are you going to be for your live show uh on friday i'll be at wbal studio but saturday is going to be at a venue near the stadium i'm not exactly sure where yet but i told them it has to be very close because i need to be in that in that stadium by by 345 so there you go all right, Teron, we'll try and plug it for you, and certainly on Twitter, at least, if, you, if you'll let us know where it is. Got you. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks. Take it easy, buddy. Thank you. Take care. Birdland Sports. For fans, by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com. Introducing the Lowe's List for Innovation. While our aisles are filled with innovative products, we've selected our favorites just for you. Like the exclusive Whirlpool washer with industry-first two-in-one removable agitator. We love this washer because you can customize any load. And with other smart features to streamline your laundry routine, this product is a must-have for families. Shop the full Lowe's list of top picks at Lowe's.com. Lowe's, home to any budget. 
home to any possibility. U.S. only. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.